irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Good morning, welcome to the show. Monday, July 20th, we're back with you. Jen, it's been raining all weekend. I know. What are you thinking, I'm Apples? Um, well, I think that it was a nice break, and mm-hmm. I got to catch up on a lot of documentaries and movies I wanted to watch. Really? So you don't like to be outside when it's raining? No, I don't know anybody that does. Mm, I do. You, li- you like to stand in the rain? Well, I like to be out in the rain. I don't stand there and get wet, but, you know, like be in the car or run from the car to the to wherever I'm going. I just I just like rain. And uh, we really needed it. And the funny thing is, all winter we didn't get rain like this. Right. You know, I mean, this was like stormy weather. We had uh, thunder and lightning. Uh, lots of rain. I mean, some records were broken. Uh, uh, the uh, In fact, there were floods and everything, and the I-10 was uh, closed because a bridge collapsed because of the water and the flooding. Oh, wow. Yeah, so now there's you can't go on the 10 either way, which means you can't really get to Vegas. Mm. How are you supposed to get to Vegas, right? I don't know. Yeah. How do you get to Vegas? Yeah. Actually, isn't it the fi- doesn't it become the 15 when you go to Vegas after? It's not the 10 all the way to Vegas. I, I don't know. You don't remember? I don't either. No. Yeah. I haven't been in a long time. I haven't been in a while either. Yeah. I know. I'm not crazy about Vegas anymore. Yeah. You probably got your fill when you lived there. I did. I did more than enough. So uh, how are you doing, Jen? Good. How are you? I'm good, too. I watched another one of your uh, videos, the two uh, two drunk girls. Mm -hmm. Which one? Uh, You guys did one on the three-day rule. Yes. And you guys were filling out uh, applications and stuff. Yes. Right? Yes. For, like, to be on their, in their database. That's a um, matching service. And uh, so you guys decided you're going to do this. So now did you complete your uh, your profiles and everything? Yes. Okay. So you're in the database now. Yes. I've okay. been in it. You have? Yeah. Okay. Now, let me tell you something, because something occurred to me um, you guys were trying to decide body type, right. and you guys decided curvy on you. And if I may just say so, uh, curvy, when people write curvy, they're talking about people that weigh a lot more than you. Okay. Well, they didn't specify. Well, that's what I'm saying to you. Which so is hard are, because I, I don't identify with like athletic or slim or any of the other things. So I think you, you should be like athletic or something. Well, don't, I don't look I don't athletic, see, so I but mean, I don't look. I mean, I think it you just do. there wasn't I don't a, see curves. there wasn't one for me. So that's right. what we just came up with. Whatever. Right, but I'm saying to right. you, it could be to your detriment because when people look at curvy, they're thinking uh, overweight. And uh, the just just my uh, two cents there, but you guys are putting on great shows. You know, it's really interesting Thank and you. funny and stuff. And you people should uh, watch it. TwoDrunkGirls.net and you. on on uh, YouTube as well. So um, that's cool. You haven't got any responses yet from that. 
What do you mean? Like, uh, did they match you yet, or have they? Well, been, yet? I told you I've been in the database already. Right, and they've sent me people before. Oh, they have. Right. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, I didn't know that. Yes. You learn something new every day. <laughs> yes. Good. How's your mom doing? She's great. Yeah. She's excited to see each other soon in uh, Maine for our cousin's wedding. Oh yeah, that's right. When is that coming up? Um, it's in September. It's Labor Day weekend. Oh, nice. Very cool. So the family is meeting up in the Northeast. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, folks, we're supposed to have a guest in here, but we have no idea where she is. Maybe lost somewhere in L.A. I think she's visiting based on the email. Yeah, she's from got. New York. Right. So, um, yeah. Our guest uh, last week or two weeks ago was also from New York, and she was a singer as well. Yes. Visiting L.A. Same so, publicist. Right. So, yeah, uh, someone's calling on my cell phone, but I don't think we're going to answer that. I don't know why people do that, but no, I'm just assuming maybe it's them, but we can't answer cell phones during the show, folks. just doesn't work that way. So, um, let's see. A lot of stuff is going on, right? Yeah. Uh They found a dead man in Demi Moore's pool. Yeah. Wow. What's that all about? I don't know. Yeah. Apparently there was a party there or something. You know, I don't think he just kind of snuck in or anything. But they're saying someone threw a party there, but they don't know who while she was gone. Right. It says that the family was out of town. So I don't know who would throw a party. Maybe an assistant. Maybe. I don't know. Right. Who knows what happened there, you know? Very interesting. Can you imagine? I mean, it's not like she got home and saw this. Somebody else did. But still, she was shocked to hear about it. Yeah. I would be, too. Wow. Uh, yeah, because it's also suspicious. It, you know, it opens a whole line of questioning. And, and right. if you're not actually involved in something like that, I'm sure it's now just a hassle. Right. Yeah. A 21-year-old man. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Well, she looks pretty good. I think apparently she had some some work done because she doesn't look quite the same like she did when she was younger. I know people change and everything, but I'm looking at her picture. I mean, she does look great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, she's what about forty something, fifty? I don't know. It doesn't say here, but I think actually she's a year older than I. Maybe she is. Um, I don't know. A couple of years, um, maybe over fifty or something. But she looks great, you know. You know who else looks great is Christy Brinkley. I mean, she's 60 years old. Did you see her? I mean, she's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. So uh, I don't know if it's because they just have good genes, you know. They started off looking great. But then again, you know, I think when it's your job, then you you make sure you look good and right. you stay I mean, looking good. You can also afford better products and better treatments and things like that. Like, yeah. if I could have a facial every week, I would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, you think that helps stay young? Of facial? course it does. Really? Well, it's your skin. Right. No, I know, but I didn't know it actually works. Yes, you know, it works. <laughs> so, I'm, so what does it do? Does it like uh, prevent wrinkles and things? There like are different that? kinds of treatments. So mm. you could prevent wrinkles. It could prevent um, lines, uh, freckles, dark spots. Wow! Like it could keep your skin tighter than if it weren't having a facial and your skin gets looser and 
So, yeah, there's a lot of science that goes into it. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Then uh, people should save up their money for that. They should. They want to look young. <laughs> yep. Wow, the things that happen. In fact, we had um, someone from a spa here once a long time ago, and they invited me to go there. So they did sort of like an anti-wrinkle treatment. And I don't know, you know what I mean? They showed me half of, half of my face without, half with. It seemed like it was working, but it was only once, you know, so I don't know that it's enough. But uh, maybe it was just in my head. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, th- I mean, this is like devastating to some people. Have you heard of Ashley Madison? Yeah, the website. I heard what happened. Yeah, so that's a, a website for married people who want to cheat, and uh, their motto is "Life is short, have an affair." Uh, so I guess they were hacked. Yep, they were hacked by. Uh, they don't know if it's a group or one guy, but apparently they're pissed at the site for some reason. Um, they hacked the site, and now they're threatening to release millions of names. Listen, I'm not mad at them for doing it. <laughs> Why? So, because as whoever this was that hacked it, let's say it's a person or a group or whatever it is, clearly has an issue with people cheating. I mean, right. do I think it's their responsibility to expose them? No, but they're hackers. I don't know that their job is ethical anyway. So yeah. if somebody's going to expose them... Sorry, you know, like, you shouldn't be cheating, probably. <laughs> also, that the fact that this is even an industry right. is terrible. And I think we as people need to be moral. We need to be better moral compasses for your, for ourselves and each other. True, but my question is this. Do you think without the site, people don't cheat? People still of cheat. Of course they do. Right? Before the site ever came around. So I don't know that it promotes or, tell, you know, I mean... Uh, I guess it does promote. They say have an affair. Right. But uh, at the same time, I don't, nobody's forcing these people to get into it. You know? No. But it's also, the, I mean, right. It is just a tool, which, why would they create a tool like this? I don't know. Like, what kind of people these are. It makes that, money. Well, them. yes. But so what? Right. Well, in fact, uh, I just remembered that we had the founder of the of this like a couple of years ago. So they were also promoting it and stuff. Uh, I don't remember the conversation, but yeah. I'm sure I asked him, you know, because there's a lot of controversy in it uh, related to it, obviously. But uh, I just say, you know, you can't prevent things that happen when there's a need. You know, there's obviously a demand for it because they're making a lot of money. But that doesn't mean it's right. Well, that Just depends on your view. A, right. Well, depends I morally view, don't think know. it's right. I think also to to say life is short, have an affair, like, <laughs> or how about life is short, don't get married. <laughs> yeah. How about maybe life is short, divorce the person you don't want to be with and let them go free. Right. Because their life is also short. So why should they be with an asshole like you? Right. But the thing is, again, it's not like anybody's forcing you to do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but I, I still don't think there should be a platform. I think the people that started it should have a moral compass. I think maybe they should get into another business if they want to make money. I don't know that you profit off of other people's, you know, sadness and whatever they need in their life that they're not getting from their own relationship or probably really it's an internal thing. So they should probably just seek help and stop spending money on that. They should go to a therapist. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
There's a lot of other things people can do with their money. Right. But there's a lot of different reasons why people have affairs, you know. Regardless, I don't think that it's the right thing to do. And I'm not sad that their information got exposed. Mm. Okay. All right. Sounds interesting. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I guess if you take a chance and put your name on things like that, uh, you're taking a risk. Yeah. And you have to put your real information because you have to put your credit card information. Right. So you're actually exposed. Right. So I wonder what's going to happen if they're going to actually release all the information. Well, people will be embarrassed. I mean, it can't be, uh, you know, much more terrible than what happened to Sony, you know, with all their private emails and everything. That What do you mean it can't be much more terrible? Of course it is. It's exposing people's spouses that are doing that are having affairs. No, I know, but when they did it to a company, I mean that created a lot of problems. I mean that is right, like but that's not also major. separating people from their marriages and things. Well, it's separating people from their employment. That's for sure. But um, yeah, maybe we why can't just because it. emails were exposed. I mean, like yeah. So, but first of all, some of those people needed to be they need to be accountable for the nasty things they said. Right, but. But it's not only nasty things. You see, that's what I'm saying. Let's say a couple of executives are talking about somebody. Right. Or, you know, about an employee or something or another executive. Uh, These things should remain secret, you know, confidential. But did they get fired because of what they said? I don't know. But But there were like thousands of people affected by this. But you had originally just said that 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 separated people from their employment. Right. Only, I think, one person was... I don't think fired. we can know that because I don't know that you can know uh, necessarily that somebody got fired because of that, you know, because somebody right. found out something. I still think this is worse. Okay. All right. Well, you know. But this is going to uh, break up families. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I can imagine that most married people will hunt down this list now if they know it's exposed. Right. Now, my question is, um, well... Yeah, I don't know. You know, I mean, the thing is, is that it it probably will break families, but break up families. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, a cheater is a cheater. You know, they're going to cheat anyway, if they're going to cheat through this. It's just that they get, get on the side because they want to cheat and they can't find someone. But they're intending to cheat, obviously, if they go on the website like this. Right. So, yeah, I have no more. I mean, I have no. Uh, I mean, I don't feel sorry for them. You know, no, because, neither do I. Uh, yeah, if you expose yourself to something uh, that's, you know, that's immo- immoral or unethical or whatever, uh, yeah, you're taking a risk. You know, I mean, I can't imagine these people putting up pictures of themselves on a site like this. Right. Maybe it's private. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. But, uh, yeah, one thing I'm happy about, I never cheated, never will cheat. And so I'm not afraid of things like that, you know. I just think the lies, um, the mistrust, all that stuff, it's very painful, right. you know, to a relationship. And it's humiliating to the people involved. Right. And to the to the kids, to whoever is involved, it's just a terrible thing. Why sign up to have a family if you can't commit to those guidelines? Right, just, exactly. And you what take I'm vows, saying, those are serious. It's, it is what it is. Don't get married then. Yeah. Exactly, or or get get divorced if you don't like it, right. you know. But that's the thing is that they're trying to have their cake and eat it too, and uh, li- live in a double life, and yeah, you know. But that's what I'm saying. It's not just guys. I mean, there's women that do this too. In fact, uh, 
I mean, when I was very young, I was cheated on, and that left a scar on me, you know, and that's why I made a resolution not to cheat. Um, if, you know, um, it's still against my ethics to do that because, uh, like you said, you know, you are committed to somebody. You're committed to an arrangement, and people trust you. And when you break that trust, I don't think a marriage can survive that. No. You know, but many do. Many people, especially women, will take the man back. And that's what I don't understand. I guess they try to save the marriage. They try to save the kids, whatever. But uh, I never think it's a good idea. You know, I don't know. I think that every case is different. And I think every person is different in what they can withstand but and and how they go about their business. But I know that I couldn't do it. And... I wouldn't do it. So you wouldn't take somebody back if they cheated on no. you. Not even. I would not be able to trust them again. Right. Not even if you have kids, small kids, no. anything. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd rather yeah. just cut my losses and be done with it. Right. Because otherwise, you're going to fight. You're, there's going to be a lot of issues. It's going to be a whole thing. I mean, maybe I'd feel different if I did have kids with a person and I was in those shoes. Because I can't say for sure how I'd feel, but maybe a lot of therapy. I don't know. I just would feel like I was always looking over my shoulder. Right, exactly. You know, and and feeling cheated. I mean, you know, I mean, it's like a very like vulnerable feeling because you feel like I mean, you, all your trust went out the door. So right. like, if you if you've signed on to be somebody's family, with that comes you know, trust, unconditional love, like all of that. Right, monogamy. Right, and so to I mean, not even just monogamy, like the whole the bigger picture, which is. I have now made you my family. Mm. You are my family forever. Like, we are now a bond that is more than anybody else in the world. Like, I can trust you, rely on you. You're there for me through thick and thin. Like, but then you're clearly not. Right. And then what? Yeah. No, it's betrayal, you know. I mean, it's betraying your trust. And I don't think, I mean, if someone did that to me, it's like the ultimate insult, the ultimate injury. I think, and I would uh, never consider taking them back. Sex is such an intimate thing, you know. I mean, to to just picture your partner with another person alone in bed, enjoying themselves and everything, no, I couldn't live with that. I couldn't live with the choice that was made. Mm -hmm. Because obviously you have a brain, you think things through, you know whether something's right or wrong, and you chose to do wrong. Right. Unless you were drugged and raped, I, there's it's just unforgivable to me. Right. So, yeah. you, like, you literally said, I'm going to do this. Right. And you did it. Right. So. Even though there are consequences and everything. Right. Yeah. Like, you still chose to do the, the unthinkable. Yeah. And then apologize for it later. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, is that it's, uh, it's turning you back on your family and everything you created. And... Uh, and doing something like this, and it's the lies, it's the secret lives, it's, yeah, who who wants to, uh, who can forgive something like that? I don't know. Right. Like you said, you know, it's not an accident. It's not an accident. No. It's never an accident. It's uh, maybe a stupid mistake, but uh, it's a mistake that you knew right. you were getting into. It's like, not really a mistake, because you knew what you're doing is wrong. Right. What it should be called is a bad choice and like a lapse of judgment, but not a mistake because you did it. Yeah, you did plan it. Right. So, I mean, I think that to know that somebody can make that 
choice once or that if they were in a bad place and they needed to seek out someone else, they could do that again. Right. Like what's to say that you're ever going to be strong enough. Right. So that's where the trust goes out the window. It's like, yeah, well, you made this choice once so you're going to do it again. Right. Or how do I know you're not going to do it again? Like you just don't know. So then you're always like looking over. Exactly. Cause you figure once a cheater, always a cheater, right. you know, once they took that leap, uh, they're, uh, maybe they're not likely, but it's possible. It's unfair to do the to the other person because you are now saying you should be strong enough to forgive me, which is not fair to put that responsibility on anyone. And like, oh well, I cheated, but for our family's sake, you should be responsible for forgiving me. You need to make this. You need to let it go. Right. Like, oh, who are you to say who should let anything go? Right. So not only are you hurt. Uh, and cheated on, right. but then they're expecting you to, they're putting the pressure on right. you. Because yeah. you're the one that has to forgive if you want to let the person back. Right. So it's really, and then like, what if you have kids? And they're like, you didn't take dad back so we could all be, or I just, I'm saying dad because I'm the female in this equation, but like, you didn't want to make the family work because they're kids, they don't know. No, well, when you get older, you understand that cheating right. is a choice. It's it's not part of the deal. I, mean, I didn't sign up to be cheated on. I signed up to be a wife, a good wife, a good mother. That I didn't say I also was going to be like the most <laughs> forgiving person. Yes, I get it. Till death do we part. But like, also don't commit adultery. So right. you've already like <laughs> taken the rules down a notch. So that's true. That's very true. So yeah, I mean, you know, cheaters are taking their chances. They're taking risks. It's a big, big risk. And uh, quite frankly, I don't know how people can cheat. When there's uh, when you leave tracks everywhere today, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, look, the thing is, this is if if you're like in a close relationship, you see, that's why I think, I mean, cheating has to happen in relationships that are probably broken, not very strong, because when there's a strong close relationship, then you always know where the other person is. Right. You know, they can't like, I mean, some people have like a double life, another second family in another city or something. I mean, how can they possibly get away with that? I have no idea. You have, the spouse has to be really stupid not to notice something's wrong. I don't know. Some people are really good at lying and really good at secrets and and also sociopathic. I mean, I don't know. People make it happen. And I think mostly if, if you're in charge of the money, in the family, then you probably can cover up your tracks. Right. But if you share the money, you can't do it. There's just no way because right. the person will always know something's going on. Well, know, I think also people too. also have a sixth sense about stuff. And like, it's never, it's not like an insecurity. It's not like a, you're being paranoid or crazy. It's, it's literally like a feeling in your gut when you feel something is off. Because once you become that connected to somebody, you can tell. Yeah. You can tell. That's what I'm saying. You know, so these people are obviously not connected because they can get away with this stuff. And uh, some people I don't believe that are cheated on for years and they don't realize it. You know, I mean, how some people don't want to admit it. I don't know. There's a lot that goes into it. I'm sure. I mean, yeah. I'm not in that situation, yeah. so I don't know. But. I'm sure it's not an easy situation for anybody involved. Yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah, well... I actually just watched um, the Lance Armstrong documentary uh, yesterday, the one called Stop at Nothing, and it broke down all of his lies and, like, how easy it was for him to lie. And they said, like, the difference between, like, bad liars and good liars and, like... 
Richard Nixon was a bad liar. Right. Lance Armstrong was a great liar. Really? Nobody yeah. knew. Uh, no, because you couldn't. He didn't allow you to even question him, because he was just such a sociopath that he would just like have all the facts ready. He would have all the answers to your questions with other questions. Like if you said, "Did you use dope?" He would say, "How could I have possibly used dope when I told you I didn't use dope? How, how would that even be a question when the answer is no? Wow. Like, why would you re-ask me the question when I've already told you no?" Mm. So, like, he literally made you think you're crazy. Right. Because you're like, well, why did I ask you that question yeah. if you said no already? That's what crazy people do. They make you feel like you're crazy. Right. And yeah. so they're smart in that way because it's manipulative and you've now tricked somebody. Yeah. Um, wow. But it just goes to show you people can lie if they want to lie. Right. And some people are just better at it than others. I would be terrible at it. I would give, like, I would have massive anxiety, guilt, like, fear. Just I'd not be good at it. I wouldn't right. even know where to start. I wouldn't be able to remember the things I said. I would just it would be a mess. Yeah. So what are they saying? I mean, was he always like that, at least while he was famous? Or is this just something that started um, later on in his career? No, no. He Well, he got famous quickly. Right. But I mean, was he lying from the beginning? Yeah. Pretty much, really. He was doping from the beginning. Oh, wow. He figured it out like the first Tour de France, I think. He met some doctor out there um, and was starting to use all kinds of different things. But how do they pass the tests when they do Because that? the tests weren't sophisticated enough to catch it. Even even recently? No, now they are. Right. But, I mean, this has been going... He was doing this for 13 years or something. Yeah. So the tests finally caught up. Wow. And I think they were figuring it out like that it would leave your system within enough time. Mm. Like with the tests and stuff like or that it wouldn't show up on the tests or whatever it was, they figured it out. And so the whole American team was doing it Wow! because he was the one leading the initiative. So he made everyone. And if you didn't do it to like obviously keep up with him and like help the team get to a certain place, you wouldn't be allowed on the team. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was a really interesting documentary. Yeah. Just about. So. I mean, it's the biggest fraud in sports history. It is. You know, I mean, you, you like keep winning. You become very famous because of it. And then they find out that you're not playing by the rules. You know? Right. Yeah. Well, and he built this whole cancer organization based on him. And like he made himself a pretty image like in the public eye. Right. He was a family man. Then he, you know, started this chair, this organization for cancer because he had testicular cancer. Then he would speak on behalf of cancer. He was close with all like politicians and celebrities. And he became a celebrity himself, you know, just for being a great bike rider. But like yeah. also... That was a lie. So yeah. everything was based on a lie. Right. Yes, he had cancer. Fine, that's true. But yeah, everything else was a big lie. Yeah, and all the sponsorships, everything he had was just, lost. Everything, as he should. Yeah. And then he would even say in the like the uh, not the trials, but whatever it was that he was being questioned, he would say, "Why would I do something that would ruin my career when I have all these things riding on it? Like I would be a terrible representation to all of the sponsorships I have to the charity that I started." Like he called out what everyone was thinking, right? So it was like, well, he couldn't possibly be doing it if he's so aware of the consequences, right? But that's the thing is that when people give an answer with a question, you have to really wonder because it's like. Why would I do this? I don't know, because you're crazy, you know, because you don't care, 
because you think you can get away with your lies? You know, just by saying, why would I do this? He doesn't really uh, absolve himself no. from an answer. Well, so he never really did. And so at some point, finally, he just admitted it and went on Oprah and he answered all the questions and he said, yeah, he did use all the things. And I mean, the thing was, he had lost a lot of friends along the way, like people that were there for him from the beginning that found out he was doing it mm-hmm. and alienated them, made them look like they were crazy in the news because they were testifying against him using it. And wow. so he like ruined other people's reputations Yeah. <laughs> in order to save his own. And then he was obviously the biggest joke of them all. So right. it was just, it's just a mess. It's pretty selfish. Yeah. So if anybody wants to learn, the reason I watched it was because the Tour de France is on. And so I was like curious about the Tour de France. And then then I started talking about Lance Armstrong with a friend. And so I watched it. Right. Wow. This documentary came out in 2014. Uh, Do you remember, did they say when was his last win? Oh, no, I don't remember that. No. Is that like, it's not too long ago though, right? I mean, it's been years. Really? I don't know how many, but. Yeah. So he sort of retired or something? I don't know. I oh, don't okay. Hmm. Yeah. But he made over like $100 million. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of money. Yeah. It's all a ripoff. <laughs> God. Well, I mean, he's stripped of his wins. Yeah, that's true. And he's an embarrassment. Right. But he sort of like uh, kept on going like nothing happened. He did, and I mean, well, he was recently in the news. We covered that, didn't we? Like where he like, I think he like got into an accident, like reversed, and I don't. Didn't he drive over somebody or something happened where he was in like a weird car accident? Mm, I don't remember. Yeah, but then again, what do I remember? Uh, Yes, talking about selfish people. I guess there's more that's being released about Bill Cosby now. And uh, so uh, there's more stuff there. He, they're saying that he said he gave prescription sedatives to women he wanted to have sex with. Before, if you remember, we said he, he had said that he bought him, bought the drugs, but he didn't say that he gave it to them. Now they're saying that he gave it to them. Yeah. So uh, he said he had... Uh, sexual relationships outside his marriage uh, with at least five women and uh, obviously tried to hide the affairs from his wife. Uh, and then he talks about quaaludes again and how uh, that's what, what kids were taking at the time. So I guess that's how he was trying to lure them or something. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, this guy is like, uh, at, at this point... I mean, there should be at least a trial, you know. Isn't there? No. There isn't a trial. Is it because it's out of, like... Yeah, like, uh, what they call statute of limitations? limitations. yeah. Right, yeah. Which doesn't make sense to me. You know, I mean, so what if somebody gets away with it for 20 years? You know, they're still know. responsible. I mean, yeah, he's literally on trial with the general population. Right, so exactly. He lost already there. He, I hope his wife divorces him. Then again, Hillary Clinton didn't divorce Bill Clinton. So That's true. Huh? It's what people want to do. She's right. also probably like, shit, I'm old. I'm not going to find somebody else at this point. And I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But how embarrassing is that for her, right? So embarrassing. That's what I think part of cheating is, is like... 
not only is it does it ruin your family dynamic and your trust, but it makes the person that's in it look like an idiot. I mean, right? No, that's true. It's just it a does. terrible. It's a terrible thing. Right. Hmm. Yeah. So Bill Cosby's career is uh, dead in the water. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I don't, and I, that's just another thing. I don't understand why anybody hides anything. Like, especially when you're in the public eye. It makes it that much harder to hide. Right. So why do people not just fess up right away? Because you look stupid going through all this, like, rigmarole just to come out with the truth. Right. And to lie all the time. Right. People catching you. You would nip it in the bud if you just said it. And actually, what I learned from the Lance Armstrong documentary was that he released information, like he would admit to stuff right around the time of bigger events so that his piece of news would just be buried. Wow. Yeah. So he's totally like a conniving bastard. Yeah. I mean, I listen. Everything was all planned out. Everything was planned out. And the worst part is not that just that he was smart, but that he was an arrogant asshole. Right. Like, he was not nice. He sold people out. He threw people under the bus. Like, he embarrassed people. There, there was a lot that went into it. It wasn't just like personal strat- like strategy that helped him only like right. he ruined a lot of people's lives like in the process so right. he could have just been considered really smart and really good at media <laughs> yeah. i don't know that could have been amazing for him but instead he could have actually gone on to be like a media person like a consultant because he was really right. good at that he was manipulating right. the media pretty much he was really good at that yeah. so i don't know i mean bill cosby should have just came out and said what he did and like it'd been a thing and you know squashed it yeah hmm. that's true but uh so lance armstrong uh in the movie at least in this movie looked like a piece of shit pretty much yeah there's no other way to right around that no i know but maybe there was an angle that's trying to make him look like crap you know maybe f- Maybe you could make a different movie showing him doing different things. I don't know. No, there's several documentaries out now that have all taken the same. Because what, what originally yeah. happened, actually, there was a documentary uh, filmmaker that was with him for his whole career. This one guy. And um, so he had all these like years of footage of him like in the positive light. Or not positive, just like at showing that he won, that he did all these things. And just factually showing these things. Um and then when it came out that he was doing EPO and like all these other growth hormones and things like that and doping his blood that this same guy was like okay well now I have to cover this right. so I have all of this information on you and I've been with you this whole career you have to finish my documentary so he made him finish the documentary that one is called The Armstrong Lie <laughs> well, so it started off in a good light you know right. but then the truth is what it is. You yeah. know, we could label it good, bad, or whatever, but it also just is. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. Sorry, Lance. Yeah. Sorry, we're not sorry. You did that. Yeah. Now, uh, Donald Trump keeps outdoing himself. Have you heard about this over the weekend with John McCain? I did. Yeah. I mean, that's terrible. If you've been under a rock, um, Donald Trump actually. Uh, said something about John McCain, not directly to him, but he said uh, he doesn't um, he, he doesn't think he's a hero because he was captured. Right. And Donald says that I like people that were not captured. Right. Uh, 
a terrible thing to say. I mean, you know, and especially I'm offended by this because I feel John McCain, I mean, I look up to him because, you know, you may not agree with his politics, but uh, but the guy did spend five years uh, as a POW, uh, haven't fought for us. Right. You know, haven't gone there for us. He was a pilot, got shot down. Uh, to condemn someone for that or to uh, put them down is is totally wrong. And then John McCain says, well, don't apologize to me. You should apologize to all the P- the former POWs. And... Uh, you know, I don't think Trump, uh, Trump is going to apologize to anybody. No, I don't think so either. I mean, I think here's the thing. I think if you if if we heard other sound bites or we asked him why he doesn't feel like that he is a hero, maybe like I, I was listening to other radio shows this morning on my drive here, and someone was saying that he gets where he was coming from because we have to literally dive deep into our own brains to try and decipher what this man was even saying. Yeah, but it, that. What he likes is people that don't get caught because maybe that means they were a better soldier or whatever it right. was. That's an assumption. You know, you can't also say just because that person got caught that they weren't a good soldier. They were in a shitty place at a shitty time and, like, somebody shot them down. You right. Know, whatever right. it was. So I think it discredits John McCain's history and training and abilities. And it also just, like, is insensitive to his family that missed him for five years, that might have thought he was dead, to himself that had to survive through that. Also, it's also discrediting his will to live. Yeah. He survived that. Right, so, exactly. while I don't know that that makes him... I mean, it depends what also we call a hero, but, like, I find that to be heroic behaviors... Right to be that strong and have a will to live and to get out of there and to have even gone to fight in the first place and to have been successful until that point and then how do we even rate success because people die in war and we still call them heroes so right. but that's the thing is that I think the the word hero is being thrown thrown around irresponsibly to me a hero is someone that uh, sacrifices themselves. For other people, yeah, you know, for the sake of other people, putting someone else in before them to me, that's a hero, right? And also, not to be confused with a martyr in some religions that kill themselves for and and I put air quotes the sake of other people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, those are not heroes, definitely, but uh, because they, I mean, they, they, when they're terrorists, they're killing other people intentionally. You know, when you're a soldier, it's different. You're fighting other soldiers. You know, you're not fighting civilians. Right. And there's a whole different uh, outlook on that, too. So, you know, I mean, I don't know. But he, uh, Donald Trump seems to insult a lot of people. And the thing is, is that some people agree with him. Uh, I'm sure they do. You're always going to find someone that agrees with you in every crowd. Right. But at the same time, uh, just because he's on the Republican ticket doesn't mean that Republicans really want him or like him or anything, you know, or that he represents that party. Well, now uh, that he's like... I think he's... I'm sorry, but he's like the uh, the caricature for a white... Uh, for a rich white man. Right. I mean, he's also now opened himself up to a ton of, like, Ridicule by the other Republican candidates. I just feel like people yeah. will go to bat. I don't think John McCain even needs to defend himself. Other people will do it for him. Right. Because now people are going to rip this man apart. Right. Because it's not like he's even saying, um, 
well, he does go on to say like that even immigrants or like illegal immigrants have more benefits than our own veterans. Like, I think he's sort of discussing the whole system, but the way he goes about it is really lacking tact. Right. And somebody that is going to be a politician needs to use their words. Like I've said very wisely, they need to be eloquent. They need to say what they mean, mean what they say. They need to, every word is a choice, you know, otherwise you are under, you know, like people are just going to question everything you're saying. So, to say the things he says, I think he needs to back it up with more information, a little bit more compassion, like facts. Right. Maybe complete his thoughts. Yeah. He, he's just being confrontational, and he can't win a presidency being confrontational. I don't No, and he say. may have real issues that he's addressing. Like, the fact of the matter is, our veterans don't have a lot of great benefits. But no, if he wants true. to say that, he shouldn't also in the same breath say that he thinks John McCain wasn't a hero. Right. I think he's lost. Like, you know when people scream... You've already lost the argument, even if your points are right. Right. Because no one's listening anymore. Yeah, they're not listening. You've literally shot yourself in the foot. Nobody cares. You're you're the person that's yelling in the corner. Nobody likes you. Even if you have every point that you've made is correct. So he is doing that. If he wanted to be any more, you know, articulate or try and take it down a notch and actually explain himself, he might have points that people want to hear. And he might actually be a good candidate. But the way he's going about it. We can't have that person representing our country. Yeah, no, definitely. And that's why I'm thinking, maybe he's not really thinking of winning. He just wants to get all his words out there. And that could be, and he might actually just be like the person that's bringing things to the forefront. Yeah. And that's okay, too, because now, we're ta- right now, we're talking about it. Right. No, absolutely. You know, and I agree. And that's what, uh, he knows how to manipulate media uh, just as well, if not better, than Lance Armstrong. I mean, well, he's not lying like, about anything. At least he's just talking. Right. But he's definitely manipulating everybody. And, uh, you know, and the thing is, the reason we even give him a... Uh, a platform is because he's got a lot of money, you know. I mean, people always like look up to people with money as though they're smart or they know or they're good leaders. But I don't know that that's necessarily the case. Well, somebody with money knows how to make it and keep it. So there is that. Do they know everything else in the world? No. No, obviously. That's what I'm saying. You know? Do they know how to make politics? Probably not. Right. He's definitely no politician. And maybe that's another thing that's attractive to some people about him. I don't know, but uh, but there's no way he's going to win. There's just too many people that make more sense than he does. And you're right. He does bring up some issues, and that's a good thing. Uh, he's criticizing people, uh, but he calls uh, the other Republican candidates, I guess, failed uh, politicians and stuff, so he doesn't care what they say. No, and, and that is an interesting point, too. I think that he is just running his mouth, and... He's making enemies. No one's going to vote for him if he's making it. These are going to be the people if he wins, like, the presidency. Like, he's got to deal with these people forever, too. So it seems a little bit like he's just a fire starter. And, like, we're talking about him, not the other politicians. So Mm -hmm. he's right. He's doing Mm -hmm. something right. (laughs) Not to say he's going to win, but whatever he's doing is a lot... He's getting attention. Right. That's what he's doing, you know. But, I mean, a lot of people can get bad attention, too, you know. I mean, it's easy. Bad publicity is still publicity. Right. But, I mean, it's easy, you know. If you do a lot of... If you do an outrageous thing, you're going to become famous. Guarantee you that he does another TV show, like, not The Apprentice, but something else after this. Like, he knows he's got his career. Yeah. He's probably already in the works of, like, 
filming this whole thing. Like, I don't know what he's doing, but yeah. there's it, this is a machine he's got. So, like, no, it's, it's true because I mean, he's like already wa- lost like billions of dollars because of lost deals, you know, that right. he's had. You know, I mean, there's there's even a Trump mattress, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's a line of mattresses, and they uh, severed their relationship with him. So has uh, Macy's. Uh, who else? Uh, Univision, of course. I wonder what happened at his like hotels and things. Like, did people quit their jobs? Like, to go on strike for the things he said? Like, I'm sure if there's any kind of like immigrants working for him, like illegal or not, like I'm sure they have an opinion. Yeah. Then Although again, when, when you're illegal, you probably don't want to stand out and, no, and um, give your opinions. You know. But also, I mean, even the Hispanic community, like. It was divided. Yeah. Some of it was divided and some of it was brought together. So, like, different people feel differently about everything he says. Right, yeah. Yeah. He's a little polarizing. Yeah, he's definitely polarizing. So, uh, okay, well, apparently the guest is not going to arrive, right? I would guess not. We only not. have a couple minutes <laughs> left. <laughs> and... Yeah, usually I don't like to say negative things about a guest that's not here because sometimes things just happen. That's probably a good rule of thumb. Yeah, yeah, because then you don't have to eat your words later. Right. You never know. We invite guests, sometimes they don't make it. What can you do? That's why we're always prepared, right? Right. Except I'm out of stories now because I didn't plan on running the whole show ourselves well what did uh, you do this weekend uh nothing you know you should know better than to ask me that i figured hopefully you'd come up with something <laughs> i don't know why you're doing nothing no, just mostly family uh because didn't I, your brother come with his child yeah so how was that uh that was great well his wife arrived a day early so uh, i saw her and the baby but then he arrived late and i didn't see him and then yesterday he had to work and i had to work I haven't seen him yet, but uh, the baby is amazing. It's just amazing. I've never seen such a, a calm, happy baby. Nice. Yeah, I mean, they sat through a flight of, what was it, 12 hours. Yeah. Yeah. From China to here. It's a long flight. Yeah. Well, Israel's 14 hours. I thought China was a lot farther than that. So did I. Right? Well... I don't know. No, I don't know because no, that's closer. Well, apparently, because it's yeah, it's closer mm. to come from China to California versus going to California. You'd have to stop in like what New York to get to Israel, right? Well, you don't necessarily stop, but you go through there, right? Right. So yeah, it's closer. Yeah, because you're just going over an ocean versus an entire continent, another ocean toward the middle of another continent. Mm. Right? Yeah. But from it's the Pacific Ocean, you just cross the Pacific. Yeah. But it's only a two-hour difference. So, you know, who knows? But, uh, yeah, I always thought it was longer. I don't know why. I think because when people go to uh, to Hong Kong or something or something like that, it seems like it takes longer. I don't know. What do I know? I haven't been to the Far East. That's probably one of the few places I haven't been to. Well, Australia, uh Well, South America, I haven't been to. So you know what? No, I haven't been to many continents. Um, Well, I did watch the Give Me Shelter documentary this weekend. Oh, you did? Yeah. The one by Katie Cleary? Yes. How was it? It was really moving. Really? Yeah. 
it made me want to take action and it really was well done and insightful wow yeah very cool yeah this is about uh animals uh both in the wild and pets right that she was talking about yeah so they show their plight and then rescuing them and things like that is that what they were no. showing? No? No. What were they showing? It talks about the issues that are faced with these animals, mm-hmm. why they're even a thing, and how, what you can do um, to help the situation. So how you can get involved or, or what you can do, like not even buying certain things because then it, if there's no demand, you know, they won't make the things or they won't sell the dogs in the puppy mills and they won't breed. And so mm-hmm. if there is no demand, then, yeah. you know. That's true. So you did watch some documentaries over the weekend. Yes. Yeah, wow. Yeah. No, I I watched part of The Expendables 3. That's pretty much it. I had to find a movie for my dad. Uh, I put on Inglorious Bastards. Then I realized I made a mistake. Yeah. (laughs) Because, I mean, because he kept asking, I want a World War II movie. That's what he grew up with. And he hasn't expanded his... uh, horizon by that much as far as movies go yeah he still wants action and stuff but i said okay well world war ii i saw in glorious bastards i said fine but there's too much talking in that movie there's also the the scalping scene my mom thought she was gonna die (laughs) and yeah it's not really an action war movie so then i turned on the expensive expendables three for him and that was more along his line of uh of entertainment so but you have to remember you know i mean he he used to read a lot and he can't read anymore because of his illness and things like that so that sucks you know i don't know what i would do if i couldn't read anymore probably get an audio book yeah but still it's not the same you know i guess i could hold the book as though i'm reading (laughs) and listen to someone reading it i think audio books are great (laughs) yeah they are Okay, well, I guess we're out of time. I didn't even notice. Uh, Okay, so, well, hopefully we'll reschedule this guest. We have a lot of great guests coming up this week. So stay with us. And um, that's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Jen. Thanks, Sam. Uh, A lot of lively talk today. And we'll see you all tomorrow. Sam in the morning with Jen right here on LA Talk Radio.